Welcome to the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast, where we are empowering youth female athletes to play and live confidently. My name is Shay Hatto, and each week I will bring you new episodes to teach you the strategies and tools that you need in order to live a confident, empowered life both on and off the playing field. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast. This is episode 221, and I'm your host, Shay Hatto. So we're in the month of May, which means May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So on this week of the podcast, I wanted to bring in some of that to give you. So I wanted to share with you not just how I stay mentally healthy, but the habits that I do on a daily basis that keep me mentally fit. So I want to talk about mental fitness and how you can implement these habits or at least start to implement your own habits that you can do on a daily or weekly basis to not only just keep you healthy, but to keep you fit, to keep you mentally fit, thriving and feeling great um, in every area of your life. That doesn't mean that uh, you're always going to feel great and that something's wrong with you if you don't feel great, but, and that's a whole other conversation. But in this episode, I wanted to give you some really specific uh, tools and strategies that I use that have helped me to become mentally fit. So again, this doesn't mean you have to use them. Um, what works for me may not work for you. But with that being said, let's get into the seven habits. I believe it's seven if I can count right. The seven habits that I do on a daily and or weekly basis to keep me mentally fit. So the first one, and maybe the most important, these are all important, but you know, some of them have more weight than others, is to get out in nature. So nature for me on a daily basis is my backyard. So if you follow me on Instagram, you have probably seen pictures of my backyard. There's big, beautiful trees. There's the grass. There's the plants. There's a lot of space. Um, So for me, that's how I get into nature every single day. Now that's a daily thing. That's like multiple times a day. I'm closing my eyes. I'm listening to the birds. I'm just taking time to reflect, to do my gardening, to just enjoy being outside and enjoy nature. All right. Now, if you don't have a backyard, that could be a walk. That could be going out to your local park. That could be going on a hike. That could be anything where you're outside surrounded by somewhat of a green space. So if you're in the big city and there's skyscrapers everywhere, we probably can't count that as nature, but any park will do the trick. So as long as you kind of have some green space around you. So I like to do that on a daily basis. And then on like a weekly or monthly basis, I like to get out into a little bit more, not desolate, but a little bit more wilderness nature, whether that be a hike or there's a big river near my house where I can take a nature trail. And what that does for me is it just more than anything, and and if you know me and have listened to the podcast for a while, I've shared and been open with the fact that I've struggled with anxiety for a lot of my life. And in my adult life, the thing that's helped me the most, one of them, I'm going to talk about a couple more of them, but one of them has been just getting out in nature. When I'm out in nature, I feel great. It gives me that space to think, to reflect, um, and to really look at the bigger picture. When I'm out in nature, I, I, all my problems, my so-called problems, don't seem so big because nature is so big. So it really just puts things into perspective for me. And I could go on and on and on about the um, 
mental and physical benefits of getting out in nature. But there's so many studies done time and time and time again about people that heal faster from being out in nature, about people who have better mental and emotional health. So I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you all of the benefits of it, but I would encourage you to start spending, if you don't already, start spending some time in nature without your phone. Uh, being on your phone in nature and scrolling isn't really going to do much good, but have that time where you can just listen to what's going on around you. Look at things in detail and just be really, really present. All right. So that's the first one is nature. Number two, and this is something that everybody could do. All these things I'm talking about doesn't cost any money. Everybody can do them. Like literally anyone can do these things and they are all for free. So no excuses. The second one is a journal. Okay. Okay. Maybe you might have to go buy a notebook, whatever. Uh, you could do it on, no, I was going to say you could do it on your phone, but I actually prefer that you physically writing with pen to paper, pencil to paper. So the second one is journal and how I use journaling. Um, I do this every day and I actually got all the girls that are, um, working with me and beyond the athlete. They have this journal as well. They do it with me as well. And so the big pieces of that journal that I love is number one is the gratitude part associated with it. So every single morning I'm writing down the three things I'm grateful for. And when I do this, I'm not just rattling things off, but I'm trying to really feel into gratitude. So you cannot be anxious and grateful at the same time. You can't be angry and grateful at the same time. So gratitude is a really powerful emotion that I try to tap into every single day and multiple times throughout the day. But this is my practice where I'm actually writing it down. Um, other things I did do in my journal is just write um, any, anything that's kind of coming to my mind. If there's something on my mind that's bugging me, I use it as a kind of a reflection practice to get things out of my head onto paper. Um, and that helps me to stop overthinking things so much. So if you're someone that overthinks and there's something that's in your head and you can't get it out, I would highly recommend journaling. Um, another thing that I really love about the journal that I have is at the end of the day, I write my wins or kind of the highlights of the day. And also like, what did I learn that day? So I love this because it keeps me mentally sharp and mentally fit and tapping into the emotions of gratitude, but then also tapping into like being proud of myself and taking lessons from the day. So that's journaling. There is no right or wrong way to journal. You have to do what works for you. All right. And then number three is movement slash training. So for me, what keeps me really mentally fit is pushing myself in training. And I don't push myself to failure every single day based on how I feel that day, but pushing myself and putting myself in, in situations where training is really hard is what keeps me not only physically fit, but mentally fit. It gets me into my emotions when I'm doing those lunch holds or, or hanging from a bar. It's not fun. So I don't train because it's fun. I train because it helps me to handle the forces of life to be physically and mentally fit. If I did not move and if I did not have the movement practice that I that I do, I promise you I would I would not be in the 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 place that I am now with the level of mental fitness that I have. Um so for me out of this whole list if I could if I had to eliminate you know, like a bunch of them, movement would never be eliminated from this list for so many reasons, right? I'm thinking like nature, movement, there's so many that I would never eliminate, but movement is such a huge one. And it's not just about getting strong and looking a certain way, but it's about helping me to build resilience, um, both physically and mentally. So I know that 
you know, if you're listening to this, you're probably an athlete um, and you're, you're, you're moving a lot um, in your sport and practices and stuff like that. Um, but it's also important to build a movement practice outside of your sport, like just moving as a human being. Because in your sport, it's kind of the same repetitive things over and over and over again. Um, so find ways to challenge yourself in, in different areas of movement, and that will help you also to become mentally fit. Um, the next one is to play, to just have fun. Like when, when, when you're sad and when you're, you know, not feeling good and when you're, whatever the thing is, if you just get out and play, and I know when you're sad and that kind of thing, you don't want to play, but play is such an important part of mental health. Like um, too often, um, we're, we're overscheduled. We've got practice, we've got games, we've got homework, and there's no time for play. So if you can, I encourage you to, you know, look at your schedule at the beginning of the week and find where in my day or at least a couple days in the week can I find time to play. So for me, playing looks like going outside with my dog. It looks like going and playing catch. Um, it looks like going and hanging out with friends, like literally just doing something that's fun for me, that excites me, that usually it involves movement. Um, but I just, there's no agenda attached to it. Like, yeah, I can be competitive playing catch and stuff like that, but just like going out and playing and exploring and just having fun and just being a kid. Like I am like just a big kid and I love to play. And that's one of the things that helps to keep me mentally fit. All right. And then the one after that is sunlight. So what number we're at? We're at one, two, three, four, five. Number five is sunlight. Okay. So I love the sun. I don't think I could live in like the Northeast or the Northwest where it's way too cloudy because I love the sun. I thrive in the sun. Now, don't put me in Arizona, but I thrive in the sun. So what this looks like on a daily basis for me, whether it's cold as heck outside or warm, is I get my morning sun before 10 a.m. Usually that's when I'm doing my movement and I have a whole routine with that, um, but getting my morning sun and then always getting some really good afternoon sun as well. And I'm not going to get into the science of sun and how it's so much more than vitamin D and all that kind of stuff. But for me, again, this doesn't have to be for you, but for me, sunlight is a huge part of keeping me mentally healthy and keeping me mentally fit because it, it affects your hormones. It affects everything. So sunlight is a big, big, big one for me. And I just love to sit out in the sun and feel the warmth on my body. Like it's just a great feeling. Um, and then number, I can't remember, six. I think we're at number six. Number six is relationships. So relationships about, for me, it's about about spending more time with the people that fulfill me, that fill my cup and cutting out time with people that maybe make me feel drained. Like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Maybe you have one friend group where you hang out with them and you're like, oh my gosh, that was exhausting. Not because you had so much fun, but just like, ah, I just feel like low energy or maybe like a, not such a great energy. So when you, when you, when you notice that, yeah, take notice of it and be like, okay, not that I'm going to completely cut them out, but just know that when you're maybe in a time where you need to tend more to your mental health, maybe hanging out with those people isn't the best idea, right? So identify which groups of people or which people in general um, contribute to my mental health and contribute to my mental fitness. Um, so for me, again, I have the group where I'm going to spend more time with them. 
um, and just like really lean into those relationships, especially if I'm having a hard time, if I'm having a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, which absolutely happens, then I'll lean into those people. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to those people. I will ask advice and just, and just, and just let those people kind of be my rock. Um, there are times when I'm my friends rock and my partners rock. And there's times when they're my rock and it's okay to lean on people and to ask for help. So for me, if I didn't have relationships and I've, I talked about this in a recent podcast about, um, the redwood trees, right? The reason why redwood trees are so powerful and so resilient is because they in interconnect their roots with each other. So for us as human beings, and especially for teenagers, especially for teenagers, relationships is going to be such a huge part of helping you to be mentally fit and have a good state of mental health. Um, again, uh, none of this podcast is saying that you should always be up here and you always feel good all the time. No, mental health, I just saw this post, so I'm not taking credit for it. Mental health is more about flexibility than it is about positivity all the time. It's about being flexible, being able to move in the wind, being able to move when things get difficult. And the things that I'm talking about are things that help me to have those deep roots to where when things get hard, when anxiety starts to bubble up, I'm able to come back to these things to keep me grounded. Okay. I went off on a little tangent there with relationships. And then the last one um, is more of a reflection practice than an actual like going out and doing practice. And that is just checking in with my values and my purpose. So what I mean by that is I, I have my list of values that are really, really, really important to me. And if I'm what I'm doing, whether it be how I'm acting or behaving or what I'm doing in my business, if it's not aligned with my values, then mentally, like I don't do so well. I'm really in tune with being in line with my values. So I'll never do anything that's out of line with my values. Or if I do, I'll be able to catch it really quick. So I always check in with my values and ask myself, like, is, all, is what I'm doing in alignment with my values. Um, and and uh, in addition to that is my purpose. If I'm doing something that isn't, that I don't really love and isn't really my true purpose, my mental health will suffer. So in order to be mentally fit, I gotta be really locked in on what are my values, what's my purpose, and am I fulfilling those on a daily basis? So this one takes a little bit more thinking and reflecting, um, and it's something that we'll be talking about here more on the podcast, but getting clear about what are what are my values like as a human being, and am I living out those values? Because if you aren't living out those values, you'll kind of feel this this weird energy. Um, and as you get more in tune with that, you'll be able to feel when, when you're not in alignment with your values. But I don't think this gets talked enough at all or, or enough or maybe even at all with mental health is knowing what your value, values are and reflecting on are you living true to those values. So those are the things. So let's recap. So number one is nature. So getting out in nature, um, however that looks for you, but for me, it could be as simple as my backyard. Number two is journaling. So that's in getting into gratitude, um, getting my thoughts out onto paper. Again, there's no right or wrong way to journal. Number three is movement. So um, specifically with movement, like I just love moving like anxiety and in, in of itself is just an energy, it's movement. And so moving helps me to channel some of that nervous and anxious energy if I'm feeling that. Um, but also it helps me to be mentally fit by pushing myself um, to be mentally and physically resilient. And then the next one, which is number four, is play. So just go have fun, go play, 
work it into your day, work it into your life. Number five is sunlight. Um, so I specifically focus on the three phases, which is morning, afternoon, and evening. Who doesn't love a good sunrise and a good sunset? And then number six is relationships. So locking arms with those people that fill your cup up and distancing yourself a little bit from the people that drain you. And then the last one, but not least, is checking in with my values, checking in with my purpose, making sure that it's in alignment with me. So I hope this was helpful for you. Again, as like a disclaimer, mental health isn't about always feeling good all the time. I do not always feel good all the time. To be honest, this week I felt great. Today, early this morning, I did not feel good. Now that I'm recording this podcast, I feel a lot better, but I didn't feel great earlier today and that's okay. So being um, mentally fit isn't about feeling great all the time. It's about being able to be flexible, being able to adapt, being okay with not having a good day. So that is how I define mental health, mental fitness, and I hope this is helpful for you. Again, I don't want you to go and take all the things I listed off and start doing them. Like take the ones that resonated with you and that, and that mean something to you and go implement them. Go find your own. But again, what works for me won't work for you uh, or it may not it might work for you but it may not work for you so go experiment with these things go i encourage you to find a routine find these things find these habits that contribute to your mental fitness prioritize them and then go execute on them all right i hope this episode was helpful if you want more support guidance mentorship um, and an awesome community uh, feel free to check out our program beyond the athlete where we go deep into so much uh, more than confidence, but definitely confidence is a big thing. So if you want to become more confident in your life, in your sport, in your school, with your friends, go ahead and check it out. I would love to uh, have you in there. So again, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I'll catch you on next week's episode.